Beep, beep. Get ready. You're about to relive the memories. The kitchen. We've yes. got Cav from Eskimo Joe in the studio. Fellas, what's happening? Not much. Not much, just been on radio. Excellent. I guess it's probably a good way to start. <laughs> yes. Observing the immediate surroundings in, in the studio, which yeah. is what was just mentioned. But no, nah, but absolute pleasure to have you in. Um, I suppose the reason you are doing the solo tour, it's been 10 years um, since... A song uh, is a, a city. A song is a city. Mental blank, kind of. <laughs> in front of the artist. It's a, the best start. place to have that happen. It's the best yeah. place to yeah. start. It's been 10 years since that, though. Um, what has what prompted you to uh, share the stories and revisit that time in your well, life? Well, um, I guess it was an interesting album because it was the the album before Black Fingernails Red Wine. So yeah. we, I think we sold double platinum on yeah. on a song as a city. So that it kind of just tip it, you know, it started to tip over for us, and we yeah. started to get that kind of household name thing going on a bit more, but. It was about like January this year and I went down to the X-Ray Cafe and I was doing these like little week, uh, like on Sundays I was hanging out and playing like reggae tunes and I had a delay pedal and I was like, yeah, 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 over the top of reggae <laughs> tunes. Just, they were kind of humoring me. Anyway, I just decided one, one week because someone reminded me that it was 10 years since the Song of the City came out. So I decided to go down and play it kind of in, in track order from start to finish and tweet it out, you know, to all the Eskimo Joe fans if anyone wanted to come down and about 50 fans rocked up. And, awesome. And I played it and it was just a really nice experience. And then, of course, everyone started tweeting from all over the country, you got to come here, you got to come there. Yeah, it puts a little bit more pressure on you as well. Yeah, and I just thought, you know, there's there's quite a linear storyline behind a, a Song as a City. I mean, so much, you know, like it, like it almost didn't come out. We were like musical orphans, you know, in Fremantle, not knowing whether we'd ever release this record. And, and through but through through that time, all these amazing bands kind of came out of the jam room that we had down on mm. uh, Baker Street, just behind the Beaky Tavern, behind Moondine Joe's. <laughs> and um, like lots of bands like Little Birdie, End of Fashion, Sleepy Jackson were all doing their first demos. So it was just a really amazing moment in time. And the stories themselves, again, were quite personal. Mm. Uh, and I, I, there was no – I kind of injected a bit more smoke and mirrors a bit later on once Black mm. Fingernails came along. But at that point in time, I was pretty happy being quite honest because I didn't really think that it was going to end up as a soundtrack to a whole lot of people's lives. Yeah, so, the right of the songs on the album is mm. really personal, I guess, in that case then. Yeah, again, like I was I was writing it as this kind of confessional almost and um, I don't know if I'll, I'll ever kind of, I probably have a block in me to be able to write like that ever again because I, you know, I'm aware that as soon as I put something out, everyone's going to listen to it basically. It's probably start critiquing it yeah. and what's going on yeah. and yeah. moving on from there. Exactly, and, and early on you kind of don't care as much in lack, yeah. of a better, in lack of a better word, you don't care as much and you kind of... You don't have that block in your head and it's just free writing. Well, I, I think A Song as a City was the first time that I really went out and did about a million interviews after that. <laughs> when everyone was like, so what's that song about? I was like, oh. Welcome to music. Oh, it's about I'm a bad person. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got, obviously got to you know, have some sort of background when people are mm. coming into interviews. I mean, since then, obviously, other yeah. albums have come out. Mm. Have you sort of had to make up stories along the way to sort of get yourselves out of questions that you just well, didn't expect coming? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I, I seem to have a lot more comfortable time talking to journalists about what actually happened in songs than I do talking to, like, my girlfriends about what the songs are about. <laughs> They're like, what's this song about? Oh, it's kind of a fictional storyline about, yeah. um, you know. Uh, but, you know, really I, I tend to write very confessionally. I almost kind of do these, like, war journals, you know. Yeah, and, journal entry sort of and songs. In, in saying that, like, you know, there's nothing like, that. you know, 
the truth should never hold back a good story. So I, I think most of the songs take a fictional turn at some point in time, but generally they come from, you know, the essence of something real that's happening for me. Yeah. Mm. It's also got to be awkward if you're writing a love song or a hate mm. song at least, if you know, you've got a partner and they're thinking, oh, is that one about me or is that one about well, someone let's, else? Let's face it, the sa- sad songs are the best songs. And if you're in a really happy yes. relationship and you're writing Absolutely. sad songs and your partner's like, why are you writing sad songs? Are you, you, are you unhappy? <laughs> you're like, no, they're just the good songs, baby. I'm time travelling to a time in my life where I was unhappy. You know. In the TARDIS back, exactly. back there. Um, I mean, you, you mentioned as well, like a time like, you know, where you found it more easier to speak to, to journalists and the good thing you brought up because I actually did some research before today. <laughs> this, and, is, um, this is our good friend, Matt. He goes to uni and he just realised that they have an archive of yes. newspapers. Excellent. Yeah, Only like today. 15, 20 year archive, so why not? So you spoke to a, um, I think it was The Appetite back in 2004. Mm. Uh, this is when you were promoting, that would have been that album actually, uh, and uh, you said at the time uh, that you were the band were getting four hours sleep a night, an hour during the day, and that's it. Uh, we're always completely delirious by the time we get to Adelaide. It's Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, we get cabin fever and begin to smell like each, each other. Um, well, it's fair well. to say the sleep situation's <laughs> improved since then, has it? Well, we used to go, and I guess before kids, you know, we'd come home from tour out to sleep. And now yeah. we all have kids, we go on tour to sleep. That's the yeah. difference. <laughs> Well, at least you've got the excuse now. I That's mean, it's right. all that helps. Yeah. Well, I think in those days we were doing some brutal hours. In fact, like the gigging, the gigging scenario in Australia is is a bit different. I, I think these days, like we used to be able to gig six days a week, and mm. you know, again, yeah, four hours sleep. Mm. It, was, it was pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah, has it changed much since then, or is it still? Yeah, it's a lot. It, well, mind you, in doing this solo tour, it's kind of I've almost gone back to playing those kinds of gigs again, but because um, it's just me by myself with two acoustic guitars. But in saying that, no, things got a lot plusher. Uh, post kind of post black fingernails with red wine, nicer hotels, better hours. You know? Always a good thing that definitely. Yeah. Hey, let's get into one of the songs from a song as a city. Um, yes. We asked you a couple of moments ago what were your favourite ones or what ones would you like us to play, and you mm. mentioned I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm, I'm so tired. Like, basically, I'll give you a brief background. Like, we kind of went to our record company at the end of Touring Girl and just said that they were doing a really shit job and that they should just <laughs> let us off our record contracts. And let you do your own thing, really. Yeah, and, of course, the guy behind, you know, the, the on the other side of the desk said, well, that's not really how record contracts work. In, in, ca- in fact, now you're just stuffed and we're probably never yeah. going to release a record again. So we went back home and didn't really know whether we were going to ever release an Eskimo Joe record again, but we started writing for this album that would become... Just in case. Yeah. That would become A Song as a City. And um, we kind of very sneakily went under the record company's noses and we had and just used whatever money we had in our bank account to start recording the record, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to them. And we went to Sydney and we had about three weeks of recording time and we came back and... Um, we, you know, we did what what's called post production. Yep. If anyone wants to go to a dinner party and just drop this word post production, I, I hear that the band did some post production. You know, <laughs> to impress their friends. You know, um, it's, so we, it's it's like mastering. Yeah, like, it, you spend a yeah. few weeks in mastering. It just makes yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And plush and exactly, yeah. all them effects and yeah. echoes. And, yeah. yeah, that's right. So anyway, we did post-production, which is basically where you go home and do all the things that the producer told you not to do. Mm. Um, and anyway, I wrote during that time, I wrote another song called I'm So Tired and, and I really wanted to put it on the record and the guy said, yeah, cool, let's do it. And we went up to a friend's house um, up the top of Solomon Street, this big... Mm-hmm. Um, 
white limestone house and recorded this song and we've probably had more arguments over this song than any other song on the record but when I listen back to it now I'm probably more proud of this song than any other song on the record because it's it you can't really pick its influences the, all the other songs you're like oh yeah we were listening to the Pixies there or we we're listening to that there yeah you know Wilco or whatever whereas this song it just sounds like something completely different so awesome. for all the arguing and for whatever we come out with something probably more original awesome. than the rest of the album here it is it's Mojo listen. with I'm So Tired you're on Radio Fremantle and the kitchen. That is Eskimo Joe with I'm So Tired here on Radio Fremantle 107.9 NC Nation. You're in the kitchen for your afternoon. Yes. And we're still joined in studio by Cav. Chaps. Yes. How are we? You were, you, you were just discussing actually just before we came back on air that you, that that half the stuff you wrote on on that song you didn't even realise that you wrote. Oh, there's you well yeah I haven't I don't think I've really listened to it in headphones probably since I wrote it. You know, okay. there's okay. A, there's yeah. a moment after you make a record where you know you all sit around in in what was the Tarago back in the day. Now <laughs> now it's probably a Kia Carnival or something. Um, and you sit or an there, IMAX. And you, yeah, you, you sit you sit back and you listen to the mastered copy and and you all say to each other. I, I think we're geniuses. We're actually yeah, geniuses. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, this is the best album that's ever been it's recorded. It's so hard to top this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> on that note, did you guys have a moment where you're all in the same car driving along and all of a sudden your song came on the radio? Oh, we're on the radio, yeah. Yeah, except it was Sweater. So, okay, yeah. it was that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the song that you guys don't necessarily want to talk about. Yeah, but no. still, I mean, it helped kick off the big tour. It did. Well, it, it helped kick off yeah, Eskimo Joe as we know it. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Now, there is one question I've been dying to ask you for a long time. In fact, when it ca- actually came out... Mm. It's been counting down the days. I have. It's been, it's <laughs> Six been years. top of my list. This is why I'm in radio, so I can yeah. ask this one question. There's one line in one of your songs from Black Fingernails, Red Wine, which has just, I guess, in some way haunted me, but not necessarily really haunted in a bad way. Okay. But I've been dying to ask it. All right. So I'm going to play a little sample for those who don't or aren't familiar with the song. Okay, you can probably guess what I'm going to ask. I totally can. <laughs> Why are you asking for someone's name when you just said it? <laughs> it Be- because when you see someone at a pub or whatever who you know, you know who they are, yeah. and mm-hmm. you're dying to meet them. You're like, Sarah, won't you tell me your name? So it's sort of like a, a pickup line in some sense, but it's kind not of, necessarily... Yeah, it's, like, it's basically saying, Sarah, won't you introduce yourself to me? Okay. Mm. That's Except it's, it would have said, Sarah, won't you introduce yourself to me? It doesn't, doesn't sound make, as good. It it's not cool tell me, tell me your name just sounds cooler. Okay, cool. You have, to, you have to learn creative writing, Adam. I don't yeah. know this, okay? Yeah. I'm a radio announcer, <laughs> not a musician. I actually think with songwriting it helps if you know nothing about creative writing because that'll just get in the way of a good lyric, I think. you just got to put stuff together. Yeah. you got to put stuff that sounds good go. and Adam, just sing it with passion. It's yeah. All, it'll, it'll work. Fair enough. You're set, Adam. And my next <laughs> question based off that, is yeah. Sarah an actual person or do you just make up a name as yeah. a pseudonym? Or? Sarah was an actual person. It still is, you know. Yeah, oh, you'd want to hope so. Yeah. There are many yeah. Sarahs, Adam. Um, yeah, I um, I started that song because I was walking down. I did would do this walk from Baker Street down into Fremantle, and I was walking to Fremantle Hospital, and they had this little um, this little sign that said emergency, and I started to go emergency. Um, but no, my friend Sarah had um, a she had a, a, a like a cyst, like a quite a large thing that she had to kind of get cut out, and mm-hmm. so. Um, there was, it was referring to that, you know, that she had to have this operation. But then I kind of cynically started to go into like the politics of her friendships and how it was like, you know, you know, tomorrow she'll be your new best friend and so yeah. on. And also talking about, you know, she was this really beautiful girl, but never seemed to have a boyfriend. And I was mm. like, you know, the boys are all lining up. All you have to do is kind of invite them in. Yeah, just introduce yourself to them. Even exactly, yeah. just tell them your name. I thought, yeah, I think it's something which we can all relate. Yeah, at some stage. 
Yeah, well, more, more me. especially yeah. you, Matt. Especially <laughs> me. Yeah. Matt's single and I'm not. So, right. but hey, um, we're going to jump into another song, <laughs> okay. and uh, we're going to come back with a little bit of a game sort of thing that we've been doing yes, for the last couple of weeks yes. with a couple of artists. Um, you've got "Come Down" as your next song that you wanted mm. us to play. Um, give us a little bit of a background on that one. Um, "Come Down" kind of came out of uh, us being very poor and touring our asses off to sell our first record. We literally were kind of going door to door, saying "Buy our record" um, with our first album. Hence, why we went to the record company and said, "You should have done more." Um, but um, we, yeah, like I, I have really vivid memories of. Um, I mean, the song's written from waking up in this house that we had on Hampton Road, and and you know, in the morning, and and you know coming down basically mm-hmm. um but also it, it kind of the chorus is about like finishing gigs and having no money and like not even owning a jacket and going into the 7-elevens to keep warm yeah mm. because they have these 7-eleven um like sort of shops like, yeah 24 hours convenience, yeah. convenience, yeah. Stores. Yeah. convenience yeah. get up out the floor heard it out before Radio Fremantle and Nation. This is The Kitchen. Eskimo Joe there with Come Down. And we're joined in studio still by Cav from Eskimo Joe. Yes. Which is pretty awesome to have. Yes, it is. Uh, one quick question before we get to um, weather report. Yep. Uh, I was actually just briefly asking. We didn't have time to actually answer the question. Um, you are a, a Dockers man, mm-hmm. which is good. Good choice. Yes. We, we all approve yeah, of that. We, we appreciate that. Yep. Um, how did it feel when the Eagles... Um, when the Eagles asked you to, I think it was from the sea, the song to be used in, I think, one of their commercials, mm. was it a case of like, mm, should we let them use the song or? Well, let, let's set the scene a little bit, you yes. know. Uh, <laughs> it was 2004. <laughs> the Dockers didn't really win many games at that no. point in time. Which and we've changed now. We've yeah, a long so well, for the better. For yeah, the for the better. better. Um, and... You know, I think it, it only sucked in hindsight when I would be over at my friend's place doing the big derby thing, you know, supporting the Dockers, obviously. And your song was part of it. And the then impression. they would lose. And then yeah. and then it would be like, have you got your season ticket? You know, like, <laughs> do, do, I'm so spaced out today. And everyone would, like, turn around and look at me in the room and just be like, you are a, just a bad person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not like we, we're going to ring the Dockers and just go, hey, the Eagles really want to pay us to use their song. Can, do you, Can you, do you want to? Do you want to? up the the bid a little mm. bit you know because we're Docker supporters just yeah. give us just give us more money yeah I, I think I think we've in all fairness gone back and and really showed our support for the Dockers over the years because yeah, we have definitely. been very active in the club mm. yeah. of, course, also, of course I knew you guys wrote one of the uh, proposed songs we did yeah change which yeah uh, and and personally and I'm being completely honest not and not because you're in front of me yeah. right now I always prefer that version to the other two well I mean did. I think it was a hard choice for them at the club because yeah. you know they just changed the the coach and they just finished this like 10 year legal battle with mm. um uh, the, Levi's with the Levi's yeah. so I think to change the song as well I think they thought it would kind of you know annoy the grassroots fans but I agree I think it's a better song Yeah it, w- it yeah <laughs> <laughs> might be slightly biased but yeah <laughs> for what is, I think it went to a public vote in the end but I think you guys should have got it to be yes. pretty honest who so. knows how public that vote was Yes. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> we're not going to contest that. But anyway. <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time to now, for an important service which we're doing. We do, yes. Now, for the last couple of weeks, we've had this little thing where we get the the guest artist who's been in the studio purely because they're just here mm. uh, to help us out with Matt's segment because Matt's supposed to be a professional weather reporter in this mm. particular segment, but he's not so professional. I can so, see that by yeah. the look on his face at the moment. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's kind of yeah. just vaguely staring into Concerned, the distance. Really he's concerned. been called a slacker by Angela Sun from Channel 7 <laughs> and it, the list goes on. So okay. basically, to help him... My list of embarrassments go Goes on and on now. Cop any more slack from being listed okay. as an unprofessional okay. person. So I'll move over to. So the we're going to play the move intro to the, for you. To the weather and, um, viewing station. Yeah, we're going to get you to help us tell the people what the weather is. All right. 
report for the Rocket Town. Here's the weather report for your hometown from the best in town, the sound of renown. Here's the weather report for you. So, joining us live from across the other side of the studio in the, the weather, weather from the dome, yep. Yep, is Cav. Well, over the uh, the hills of Hamilton, I would have to say that it's raining. Yeah, it does look that way. Yeah, uh, to borrow the words of the family guy, the family guy weatherman, it go ring, it go ring, <laughs> it go. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not. Yeah, pretty it's at all. pretty it's miserable. Bit of wind. Fortunately, you're playing Most inside tonight, though. That's, I am playing inside. It's not an outdoor show, no. thankfully, and so people, you know, they don't just get a show; they get shelter from the rain. That is, that's that's a good online. offer. It's well worth the money. It's a Matt, what else is happening out uh, in the weather for the next week? For the rest of today, obviously, showers and scattered thunderstorms with gusty winds. There is still a severe weather warning in place, so do take it easy, especially if you're driving home this afternoon. Uh, tomorrow, if you're heading to the Dockers game, like I myself, uh, cloudy with isolated showers, light winds becoming south of westerly 15 to 20 kilometres in the early afternoon, and then becoming light in the late afternoon, a top of 19 after a low of 12. Sunday, a few showers clearing in 18. Monday, partly cloudy in 20. Tuesday, a possible shower. 21, Wednesday a possible shower and 20, and Thursday mostly sunny and 20. Right now in Perth, it's 17.7 degrees. Awesome. Thank you very much, Matt. And yes. Cav as well. Thank you very much for coming in. We're going to give you a round of applause. Thanks, Matt's holding a microphone. I'd applaud, but I'm holding a microphone. So. But yes, uh, your gig tonight, Fly By Night. That's right. Plug. I think there may be a few tickets left just if you if you get in there quick. I'd say you might get in there. Rock up on the door and see the what door. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. The door yeah. is a good place to get the tickets, door is as a good we've place. discussed many but times. But I think it's close to selling out. Okay. Yeah. Which is always a good thing for yourself, obviously, being Absolutely. in the band. You, yeah, know, you yeah. want, obviously, your gig to sell out. That's Absolutely. the job of it. So. But come down and check it out. I think there's a couple of tickets left. Definitely. Now, just a quick question for the future of the band. Mm. Is there a chance of a new album? Yeah, but I would say um, that that probably won't happen for about another year because I'm going to do probably going to do a solo record this year. Um, I tried to get the guys from the Basement Birds to do another record, but they're mm. all off, you know, Doing what doing they're doing. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I don't know. It won't be another Eskies record this year, but probably next year sometime. Awesome. We're looking forward to it, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming Thank in. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, and, guys. And uh, we'll get you to introduce the uh, last song, which is From the Sea. If there's a little bit of a background on that one. Or? Well, we're, we're here. We the are here. In, from the Sea at the moment. We are, we are, <laughs> we are here in Fremantle. This, this is a song that I wrote uh, probably walking down the hill, looking at, at the ocean as the big storm clouds kind of rolled in over the ocean as they do in Fremantle. And I thought it was a perfect kind of... Um, metaphor for the oncoming shitstorm of anxiety that, you know, <laughs> hits us sometimes. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, here it is on Radio Fremantle and Nation. Cav, thank you so much for thank coming you. in. Thanks, guys. And best of luck for tonight. Cheers. The Kitchen. 4 to 5 p.m. on Fridays. Kitchenradio.com.au.